0: Section 8 of Lightfoot the Deer by Thornton W Burgess This LibriVox recording is in the public domain recording by Jude Summers Section 8 Lightfoot's long swim Lightfoot finds a friend and the hunter is disappointed Chapter 22 Lightfoot's long swim The big river was very wide it would have been a long swim for Lightfoot had he been fresh and at his best. Strange as it may seem, Lightfoot is a splendid swimmer, despite his small, delicate feet. He enjoys swimming. But now Lightfoot was terribly tired from his long run ahead of the hounds. For a time he swam rapidly, but those weary muscles grew still more weary, and by the time he reached the middle of the big river, it seemed to him that he was not getting ahead at all. At first he had tried to swim toward a clump of trees he could see on the opposite bank, above the point where he had entered the water. But to do this he had to swim against the current, and he soon found that he hadn't the strength to do this. Then he turned and headed for a point down the river. This made the swimming easier, for the current helped him instead of hindering him. Even then he could feel his strength leaving him. Had he escaped those hounds and the terrible hunters only to be drowned in the big river? This new fear gave him more strength for a little while, but it did not last long. He was three-fourths of the way across the big river, but still that other shore seemed a long distance away. Little by little hope died in the heart of Lightfoot the Deer he would keep on as long as he could and then well it was better to drown than to be torn to pieces by dogs just as lightfoot felt that he could not take another stroke and that the end was at hand one foot touched something then all four feet touched a second later he had found solid footing and was standing with the water only up to his knees he had found a little sandbar out in the big river. With a little gasp of returning hope, Lightfoot waded along until the water began to grow deeper again. He had hoped he would be able to wade ashore, but he saw now that he would have to swim again. So, for a long time, he remained right where he was. He was so tired that he trembled all over, and he was as frightened as he was tired. HE KNEW THAT STANDING OUT THERE IN THE WATER HE COULD BE SEEN FOR A LONG DISTANCE, AND THAT MADE HIM NERVOUS AND FEARFUL. SUPPOSING A HUNTER ON THE SHORE HE WAS TRYING TO REACH SHOULD SEE HIM, THEN HE WOULD HAVE NO CHANCE AT ALL, FOR THE HUNTER WOULD SIMPLY WAIT FOR HIM AND SHOOT HIM AS HE CAME OUT OF THE WATER. BUT REST HE MUST, AND SO HE STOOD FOR A LONG TIME ON THE LITTLE sandbar IN THE BIG RIVER and little by little he felt his strength returning. Chapter 23. Lightfoot Finds a Friend As Lightfoot rested, trying to recover his breath, out there on the little sandbar in the big river, his great, soft, beautiful eyes watched first one bank and then the other. On the bank he had left, he could see two black-and-white specks moving about, and across the water came the barking of dogs. Those two specks were the hounds who had driven him into the big river. They were barking now instead of baying. Presently, a brown form joined the black and white specks. It was a hunter drawn there by the barking of the dogs. He was too far away to be dangerous, but the mere sight of him filled Lightfoot with terror again. He watched the hunter walk along the bank and disappear in the bushes. Presently, out of the bushes came a boat and in it was the hunter he headed straight towards lightfoot and then lightfoot knew that his brief rest was at an end he must once more swim or be shot by the hunter in the boat so lightfoot again struck out for the shore his rest had given him new strength but still he was very very tired and swimming was hard work slowly oh so slowly he drew nearer to the bank what new dangers might be waiting there he did not know he had never been on that side of the big river he knew nothing of the country on that side but the uncertainty was better than the certainty behind him he could hear the sound of the oars as the hunter in the boat did his best to get to him before he should reach the shore on lightfoot struggled at last he felt bottom beneath his feet he staggered up through some bushes along the bank and then for an instant it seemed to him his heart stopped beating right in front of him stood a man he had come out into the backyard of the home of that man it is doubtful which was the more surprised lightfoot or the man right then and there lightfoot gave up in despair he couldn't run it was all he could do to walk the long chase by the hounds on the other side of the big river and the long swim across the big river had taken all his strength not a spark of hope remained to lightfoot he simply stood and trembled partly with fear and partly with weariness then a surprising thing happened the man spoke softly he advanced not threateningly, but slowly and in a friendly way. He walked around back of Lightfoot, and then straight towards him. Lightfoot walked on a few steps, and the man followed, still talking softly. Little by little he urged Lightfoot on, driving him towards an open shed in which was a pile of hay. Without understanding just how, Lightfoot knew he had found a friend. So he entered the open shed and with a long sigh lay down in the soft hay. Chapter 24 The Hunter is Disappointed How he knew he was safe Lightfoot the Deer couldn't have told you. He just knew it, that was all. He couldn't understand a word said by the man in whose yard he had found himself when he climbed the bank after his long swim across the big river but he didn't have to understand words to know that he had found a friend so he allowed that man to drive him gently over to an open shed where there was a pile of soft hay and there he lay down so tired that it seemed to him he couldn't move another step it was only a few minutes later that the hunter who had followed lightfoot across the river reached the bank and scrambled out of his boat "'Lightfoot's friend was waiting just at the top of the bank. "'Of course, the hunter saw him at once. "'Hello, friend!' cried the hunter. "'Did you see a deer pass this way a few minutes ago? "'He swam across the river, and if I know anything about it, "'he's too tired to travel far now. "'I've been hunting that fellow for several days, "'and if I have any luck at all, I ought to get him this time.' "'I'm afraid you won't have any luck at all,' said Lightfoot's friend. You see, I don't allow any hunting on my land. The hunter looked surprised, and then his surprise gave way to anger. You mean, said he, that you intend to get that deer yourself? Lightfoot's friend shook his head. No, said he, I don't mean anything of the kind. I mean that that deer is not to be killed if I can prevent it, and while it is on my land, I think I can the best thing for you to do my friend is to get into your boat and row back where you came from are those your hounds barking over there no replied the hunter promptly i know the law just as well as you do and it is against the law to hunt deer with dogs i don't even know who owns those two hounds over there that may be true replied lightfoot's friend i don't doubt it is true "'but you are willing to take advantage of the fact "'that the dogs of someone else have broken the law. "'You knew that those dogs had driven that deer into the big river, "'and you promptly took advantage of the fact "'to try to reach that deer before he could get across. "'You are not hunting for the pleasure of hunting, "'but just to kill. "'You don't know the meaning of justice or fairness. "'Now get off my land.' Get back into your boat and off my land as quick as you can. That deer is not very far from here, and so tired that he cannot move. Just as long as he will stay here, he will be safe. And I hope he will stay until this miserable hunting season is ended. Now go. Muttering angrily, the hunter got back into his boat and pushed off. But he didn't row back across the river. End of Section 8